Alma chapter 43 And now it came to pass that the sons of Alma did go forth among the people to declare the word unto them and Alma also himself could not rest and he also went forth Now we shall no more we shall say no more concerning their preaching except that they preached the word in the truth according to the spirit of prophecy and revelation and they preached after the holy order of God by which they were called. And now I return to an account of the wars between the Nephites and the Lamanites in the eighteenth year of the reign of the judges. For behold, it came to pass that the Soramites became Lamanites, therefore in the commencement of the eighteenth year the people of the Nephites saw that the Lamanites were coming upon them, therefore they were preparations for war. Yeah, they gathered together their armies in the land of Jershon. And it came to pass that the Lamanites came with their thousands, and they came into the land of Antinium, which is the land of the Soramites. And a man by the name of Zerayamna was their leader. And I was the Amalekites were of the more wicked and murdered, and murderous disposition than the Lamanites were. And, and of themselves, therefore, Shalahemna appointed the chief captains over the Lamanites, and they were all Amalekites and Soramites. Now this hidden that they might preserve the hatred towards the Levites, that they might bring them into subjection to the accomplishment of his designs. For behold, this is his designs for to still up the Lamanites' anger against the Levites. This is it that he might as usual gain power over them, and also that he might gain power over the Nephites by bringing them into bondage. And now the design of the Nephites was to support their hands and their houses and their wives and their children, that they might preserve them from the hands of their enemies, and also that they might preserve their rights and their privileges, and also their liberty that they might worship God according to their desires. For they knew that if they should fall into the hands of the Lamanites, that as ever should worship God in spirit and in truth, that when the living God the Lamanites would destroy. And they also knew the extreme hatred of the Lamanites towards their brethren who were the people of Antony by Lehi, who were called the people of Ammon, and they would not take up arms like yeah, they would not take up arms. Yeah, they had entered into a covenant that they would not break it. Therefore, if they would should fall into the hands of the Lamanites, they would be destroyed. And the Nephites would not suffer that they should be destroyed. Therefore, they gave them lands for their inheritance. And the people of Ahmon did give unto the Nephites a large portion of their substance to support their armies. And thus the Nephites were compelled alone to stand against the Lamanites, who were a compound of Laman and Laman, and, Laman, and the sons of Ismael, and all those who had descended from the Nephites, who were Amalekites and Soramites, and the descendants of the priests of Noah. Now those descendants were as numerous nearly as were the Nephites, and thus the Nephites were obliged to contend with the Russian even unto bloodshed. And it came to pass as the armies of the Lamanites had gathered together in the land of Gantinium. Behold, the armies of the Nephites were prepared to meet them in the land of Jershon. 
now the leader of the Nephites of the man, or the man who had been appointed to be the chief captain over the Nephites. Now the chief captain took the took the command of all the armies of the Nephites, and his name was Moroni. And Moroni took all over the command and the government of the wars, and he was only twenty and five years old when he was appointed chief captain over the armies of the Nephites. And it came to pass that he did. He met the Lamanites in the wilderness of Jershon, and his people were armed with swords and with scimitars and all manner of weapons of war. And when the armies of the Lamanites saw that the people of Nephi, or that Moroni, had prepared his people with breastplates and with breast shields, and also the shields to defend their heads, and also they were just dressed with thick clothing. Now the army of Shalahemna was not prepared with any such thing. They had only their swords and their scimitars and their bows and their arrows, their stones and their slings. And they were naked, save it was skin which was girded above their loins. They all were naked, save it were the Solomites and the Amalekites. But they were not armed with breastplates nor shields. Therefore they were exceedingly afraid of the armies of the Nephites. Because of their armor, notwithstanding their number being so much greater than the Nephites. Behold, now it came to pass that they durst not come against the Nephites in the borders of Jershon. Therefore, they departed out of the land of Antinium into the wilderness and took their journey around about in the wilderness, away with the head of the rivers Sidon, that they might come into the land of Manti and take possession of the land. For they did not suppose that the armies of Moroni would know whether they had gone. But it came to pass as soon as they had departed into the wilderness. Moroni sent spies into the wilderness towards their camp. And Moroni, also knowing of the prophecies of Alma, sent certain men unto him, desiring that uh, him that he should inquire of the Lord whether the uh, oh, whether the armies of the Nephites should go to defend themselves against the Lamanites. And it came to pass that the word of the Lord came unto Alma, and Alma informed the messengers of Moroni that the armies of the Lamanites were marching around about in the wilderness, that they might come over into the land of Manti, that they might commence an attack upon the weaker part of the people. And those messengers went and delivered the message to Moroni. Now Moroni, leaving a part of his army in the land of Jershon, lest by any means a part of the Lamanites should come into that land and take possession of the city, took the remaining part of his army and marched over into the land of Manti. And he caused that all the people in that quarter of the land should gather themselves together to battle against the Lamanites to defend their lands in their country. The rights and their pearl liberties, therefore, they were prepared against the time of the coming of the Lamanites. And it came to pass that Moroni caused that his army should be secreted in the valley, which was near the bank of the river Sidon, which was on the west of the river Sidon in the wilderness. And Moroni's place is placed run about that he might know when the camp of the Lamanites should come. And as Moroni knew that intention of the Lamanites, 
that it was their intention to destroy their brethren or to subject them and bring them into bondage that they might establish a kingdom unto themselves over all the land and also knowing that it was the only desire of the Nephites to preserve their lands and their liberty in their church therefore he thought it no sin that he should defend them by his stratagem therefore he found by this by his spice which course the Lamanites were to take therefore he divided his army and brought a part over into the valley and concealed them on the east and on the south of the hill of Hepla. And the remainder he concealed in the west valley on the west of the river Sidon, and so down into the borders of the land Manti. And the seven places army according to his desire, he was prepared in to meet them. And it came to pass that the Lamanites came up on the north of the hill, where a part of the army of Moroni was concealed. And as the Lamanites had passed the Hilarifla and came into the valley, and began to cross the river Sidon, the army which was concealed by the south of the hill, which was led by a man whose name was Lehi. And he led his army forth and circled the Lamanites round up on the east in the rear. And it came to pass that the Lamanites, when they saw the Nephites coming upon them in their near rear, turned them about and began to contend with the army of Lehi. And the work of death commenced on both sides, for it was more dreadful on the part of the Lamanites, for their nakedness was exposed to the heavy blows of the Nephites, with their swords and their scimitars, which broke that almost at every stroke. While on the other hand there was now the and then a man fell among the Nephites by their words and the loss of blood they being shielded from the more vital parts of the body for the more vital parts of the body which shielded from the strokes of the lamanites by their breastplates in their arm shields and their head plates in the stanifas did carry on the work of the among the lamanites and it came to pass that the lamanites become frightened because of the great destruction among them even until they began to flee towards the river Sidon. And they were pursued by Lehi and his men, and they were driven by Lehi into the waters of Sidon, and they crossed the river, waters of Sidon. And Lehi retained his armies upon the bank of the river Sidon, that they should not cross. And it came to pass that Moroni and his army met the Lamanites in the valley on the either side of the river Sidon, and began to fall upon them and to slay them. And the Lamanites set free again before them towards the land of Mansi, and they were met again with the armies of Moroni. Now this is the case the Lamanites did fight exceedingly yet. Never had the Lamanites been known to fight with such exceedingly great strength and courage. No, not even from the beginning. And they were inspired by the Soramites and the Amalekites, who were their chief captains and leaders. And by Shalahemna, who was their chief captain or, or their chief leader and commander, yet they did like fight like dragons. And many of the Nephites were slain by their hands. Therefore, they did smite into many of their headplates, and they did burst many of their breastplates. And they did smite off many of their arms. And thus the Lamanites did smite on their fierce anger.
Nevertheless, the Nephites perishing is spread with a better cause. For they were not fighting for monarchy nor power, but they were fighting for their homes and their liberties, their wives and their children, and their all yeah, for their rights of worship and their church. And they were doing that which they failed to the duty which they owed to their God. For the Lord had surrendered them, and also unto their fathers, that inasmuch as ye are not guilty of the first offense, neither the second, ye shall not suffer yourselves to be slain by the hands of your enemies. And again the Lord has said that ye shall defend your families even unto bloodshed. Therefore, for this cause were the Nephites contending with the Lamanites to defend themselves and their families in their lands, their country, and their rights, and their religion. And it came to pass that when the Muslims of Moroni saw the fierceness and the anger of the Lamanites, they were about to shrink and flee from them. And Moroni perceived this at their intents and forth and inspired their hearts with these thoughts. Yet yeah, the thoughts of their lands, their liberty, yeah, their freedom from bondage. And it came to pass that they turned upon the Lamanites and they cried with one voice unto the Lord their God for their liberty and their freedom from bondage. And they began to stand against the Lamanites with power. And as the self same hour that they cried unto the Lord for their freedom, the Lamanites began to flee before them. And they fled even to the waters of Zidon. Now the Lamanites were more numerous, yeah, more than the whole number of the Nephites. Nevertheless, they were driven in so much that they are gathered together in one body in the valley upon the bank of the river Zidon. Therefore, the armies of Moroni encircled them about, yeah, even on the wall sides of the river. But behold, on the east were the men of Lehi. Therefore, when Shalahem now saw the men of Lehi on the east of the river Sidon, and the armies of Moroni on the west of the river Sidon, that they were encircled about by the Nephites, they were struck with terror. Now Moroni, when he saw their terror, commanded this man that they should stop shedding their blood. And this chapter says about here, that um, all many sons preached the word, the Solomites and other Nephites. The Sunders become Lamanites. The Lamanites come against the Nephites in war. Moroni arms the Nephites with this defensive armor. The Lord reveals to Alma the strategy of the Lamanites. The Nephites defend their homes, liberties, families, and religion. The armies of Morona and Lehi surround the Lamanites. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.comantochrist.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines. Alma Chapter 44 And it came to pass that they did step into the obeys from them. And Moroni said unto Sarahemna, Behold, Sarahemna, that we do not desire to be men of blood. Do you know that we are in our hands? Yet we do not desire to slay you. 
Behold, you have not come out to battle against you, that you might shed your blood your poor power. Neither do we desire to bring anyone to the Dioko bondage. But this is the very cause for which you have come against us, and you are angry with us because of our religion. But now ye be behold that the Lord is with us, and ye behold that he has delivered you into our hands. And now I would that ye should understand that this is tenant to us because of our religion and our faith in Christ. And now you see that we cannot destroy this our faith. Now you see that this is the true faith of God. Here you see that God will support and keep and preserve us so long as we are faithful unto Him and unto our faith and our religion. And never will the Lord suffer that we shall be destroyed except we should fall into transgression and deny our faith. And now, Sir Ahamna, I command you in the name of that all-powerful God who has strengthened our arms that we have gained power over you by our faith, by our religion, and by our rights of worship, and by our church, and by the sacred support which we owe to our wife and our children. By that liberty which binds us to our, to our lands and our country, and also by the maintenance of the sacred word of God, to which we owe all our happiness, and by all that is most dear unto us. And this is not all. I command you, by all the desires which ye have for life, that ye deliver up your evils of war against unto us. And ye will seek not your blood, but we will spare your lives. If ye will go your way and come not again to war against us. And now if you not if ye do not do if we do not this, behold ye are in our hands. And I will command my men that they shall feel upon you, and inflict the wounds of death in your bodies, that they may become stink and do then we will see who shall have power over these people, yeah. We will see who shall be brought into bondage. And now it came to pass that when Salahemna had heard these sayings, he came forth and delivered up his sword and his scimitar and his law into the hands of Moroni, and said unto him, Behold, here are our weapons of war. We will deliver them up unto you, but we will not suffer ourselves to take an oath unto you, which we know that we shall break in us our children, but to take our weapons of war and suffer that we may depart into the wilderness. Otherwise, we will retain our swords and we will perish or conquer. Behold, we are not of your faith. We do not believe that it is God that has delivered us into your hands, but we believe that it is your cunning that has preserved you from our swords. We all it is your breastplates and your shields that have preserved you. And now when Salahemna had heard, had made an end of this speaking these words, Moroni returned and sword in the weapons of war, which he had received unto Salahemna, saying, Behold, we will end the conflict. Now I cannot recall the words which I have spoken. Therefore, as I the Lord liveth, ye shall not depart, except to depart with an oath, 
that he will not return again against us at the war. Now, as you are in our hands, we will spill your blood upon the ground, or you shall submit to the conditions which I have proposed. And now, when Moroni had said these words, Selahem now retained his sword, and he was angry with Moroni, and he rushed forward that he might slay Moroni. But as he raised his sword, behold, one of the Moroni's soldiers smote it, even to the earth, and it broke by the hill. And he also smote Selahemna that he took up his skull, and it fell to the earth. And Selahemna withdrew from before them into the midst of his soldiers. And it came to pass that the soldier who stood by, who smote off the scalp of Selahemna, took up the skull from off the ground by the hair, by the hair and laid it upon the point of the sword, and stretched its force unto them, saying unto them with a loud voice, Even as the scalp has fallen to the earth, which is the scalp of your chief, so shall ye fall to the earth, except ye will deliver up your weapons of war, and depart with the covenant of peace. Now there were many when they heard these words, and saw the scalp, which was upon the sword, they were struck with fear, and many came forth and threw down the weapons of war at the feet of Moroni, and entered into a covenant of peace. And as many as entered into a covenant, they suffered to depart into the wilderness. Now it came to pass that Selahemna was exceedingly worth, and it did still up the remainder of his soldiers to anger, to contend more powerfully against the Nephites. And now Moroni was angry because of the stubbornness of the Lamanites. Therefore he commanded his people that they should fall upon them and slay them. And it came to pass that they began to slay them, and the Lamanites did contend with their swords and their might. But behold, their naked skins and their bare heads were exposed to the sharp swords of the Nephites. Yeah, behold, they were first and smitten and did fall exceedingly fast before the swords of the Nephites, and they began to be set down, even as the soldier of Moroni had prophesied. And now Salahemna, when he saw that they were all about to destroy, cried mightily unto Moroni, promising that he would covenant and also his people with them, if they could spare the remainder of their lives that they never would come to war again against him. And it came to pass that Moroni goes that the work of death should cease up again upon among the people. And they took the weapons of war from the Lamanites. And after they had entered into a covenant with him as they were suffered to depart into the wilderness. Now the number of their dead was not numbered because of the greatness of the number. Yet the number of their dead was exceedingly great, both of the Nephites and of the Lamanites. And it came to pass that they did cast their head into the waters of Sidon, and they have gone forth and they are buried in the depths of the sea. And the armies of the Nephites and Sumeroni returned and came to their houses and their lands. And thus in the eighteenth year of the living judges over the people of Nephi. And thus ended the record of Alma.
which was written upon the plates of Nephi. In this chapter, it says about here that Moroni commands the Lamanites to make a covenant of peace or be destroyed. Serahemna rejects the offer, and the battle resumes. Moroni armies defeats the Lamanites. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.commentofrice.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines. Alma chapter 45 Behold, now it came to pass that the people of Nephi were exceedingly rejoiced because the Lord had again delivered them out of the hands of their enemies. Therefore, they gave thanks unto the Lord their God, and they did fast much and pray much. And they did worship God with exceedingly great joy. And it came to pass in the nineteenth year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi that Alma came into his son Ahelaman and he said unto him, Believest thou the words that I spake unto thee concerning those records which have been kept? And Helaman said unto him, Yeah, I believe. And Alma said again, Believest thou in Jesus Christ who shall come? And he said, I believe all the words which are spoken. And Alma said unto him again, Will you keep my commandments? And he said, I will keep thy commandments with all my heart. Then Alma said unto him, Blessed art thou, and the Lord shall prosper thee in this land. But behold, I have somewhat to prophesy unto thee, but what I prophesy unto thee shall not be made known here. For I prophesy unto thee, shall not be known, even until the prophecy is fulfilled. Therefore, I write the words which I shall say. And these are the words, Behold, I perceive that this very people, the Nephites, according to the spirit of revelation, which is in me, in our four hundred years, from the time that Jesus Christ, shall manifest things of unto them, shall blend the linen believe. And then shall they see wars and pestilences, famines and bloodshed, even until the people of Nephi shall become extinct. And this because they shall blend the linen believe, and fall into the hands, into the works of darkness, and lasciviousness, and all manner of iniquities, I shall say unto you that because they shall sin against so great light and knowledge, I say again unto you that from that day even the fourth generation shall not all pass away before this great iniquity shall come. And when that great day cometh, behold, the time very soon cometh that those who are now or the seed of those who are now numbered among the people of Nephi shall no more be numbered among the people of Nephi. But whosoever remaineth is not destroyed in that great and dreadful day shall be numbered among the Lamanites and shall become like unto them all save it be a few who shall be called the disciples of the Lord and then, then, then the, shall the Lamanites first to even until they shall become stink. And now because of iniquity, 
this prophecy shall be fulfilled. And now it came to pass that after Allah had said these things to Halaman, he blessed him and also and also his other sons and he also blessed the earth for the righteous sake and he said to say the Lord God cursed shall be the land yeah this land unto every nation Canadian and people unto destruction which ye do wickedly when they are fully ripe and as Sayyid said so shall it be for this is the cursing and the blessing of God upon the land for the Lord cannot look upon sin with the least degree of allowance and now when Allah had said these words he blessed the church that all those who should stand fast in the faith from the time henceforth and when Allah had done this he departed out of the land of Zarahemla as if to go into the land of Melik and it came to pass that he was never heard of more as to his death or brutally known at all behold this we do know that he was a righteous man and the saying and offered in the church that he was taken up by the spirit or bird by the hand of the lord even as moses but behold the scripture said the lord took moses unto himself and he supposed that he has also received among the spirit unto himself Therefore, for this cause, we know nothing concerning his death and burial. And now it came to pass in the commencement of the 19th year of the reign of the judges over the people of Nephi, that Haleman went forth among the people to declare the word unto them. For behold, because of their words with the Lamanites, and the many little dissensions and disturbances which had been among the people, it became expedient that the word of God should be declared among them yeah, and that our regulation should be made throughout the church. So for Helaman and his brethren went forth to establish the church again in all the land yeah, in every city throughout all the land which was possessed by the people of Nephi and it came to pass that they did appoint priests and teachers throughout all the land over all the churches and now it came to pass that after Helaman and his brother had appointed priests and teachers over the churches that there arose a dissensions among them and they would not give it to the words of Helaman and his brethren but I grew proud being lifted in their hearts because of their exceeding their great riches therefore they gloried in their own eyes and would not give it to their words and to walk uprightly before God. In this chapter, it says about here that Helaman believes the words of Alma. Alma prophesies the destruction of the Nephites. He blesses and curses the land. Alma is taken up by the Spirit, even as Moses. Dissensions grows in the church. If you have more questions about this, you can log on to www.commentopies.org. This is Sister Belmonte from the Philippines.